Welcome to Running Deep, a podcast that exists to encourage women to be deeply rooted in the Word of God through every season of life. What year is this? 2020. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, here we are at the beginning of 2020. We are excited to kick off another year of podcast. Um, This month, though, we have a little bit different, uh, more unique podcast, a little bit shorter. Um, As we're kind of in the midst of the holiday season still, Sarah and I thought we would just come on today to talk a little bit about what it looks like to look back and look forward and then talk through even some resources for you in this upcoming year. So we don't have a guest on today. Sorry, it's just the two of us. Yeah, this will be really fun and we've got a lot of great ideas um, and excited to share them with you ladies. So... As cheesy as this might be, I love taking the opportunity at the beginning of a new year to stop and um, reflect and look forward. Whether you like to use the language of New Year's resolutions or not, I know they're like statistically those are going to be broken and in the trash by February 1st, probably. (laughs) So we won't say make New Year's resolutions, but it is an awesome time to kind of have a refreshing um, the holidays are a season of kind of rest, maybe for you, I don't know, maybe it's kind of crazy, but potentially a time of rest and getting away and thinking. Um, and so I would encourage each person listening to this um, to take opportunities over the next couple of weeks to reflect and renew. So what do I mean by that? Reflect. Um, this is a great chance, I think, to look back on the past year and remember what God has done. Psalm 143.5 says, I remember the days of old. I meditate on all you have done. I reflect on the work of your hands. Um, so it is it is right for us as believers to stop and think through and thank God for what he's done, how we've seen him show up. Um, as I've, I've been reading through Deuteronomy this fall, and it's so fun to see how often God reminds the Israelites of what he has done. When you read through the Psalms, it's littered with just reminders of God um, taking his people out of Egypt into the promised land and the ways he has been faithful to them because of the things he promised to their forefathers. And so um, it's a good practice as a Christian to stop and remember and think back and reflect on what you've seen God do. Maybe some prayer requests you had um, that were answered. Maybe prayer requests you've seen go unanswered that you want to kind of renew in the new year, but what does reflecting look like for you in the past, Sarah? Yeah, I love stopping and remembering and um, taking the time to remember how God has been faithful. And so generally every year around Christmas or the new year, depending on what time allows, travel, all of that, I'll take an extended amount of time and just go back and read through my journal. I really enjoy journaling. I know not everyone does, but looking at uh, what God's done in the past year and reflecting on some prayer requests that he's answered, some uh, mountaintops and valley lows that Mm -hmm. we've been through in the last year and just how faithful God has been Mm -hmm. and taking time even to journal out those things and thank the Lord for what he's done, how he's answered prayers, what he's taught us. I like to just look back and see generally there's a common theme that I have seen in the year of how God Mm, has 
sanctified me, um, almost like a target area that maybe God chose for the year that I've been sanctified in. So recognizing that and thanking the Lord and uh, then also uh, taking some time to look ahead and um, see, okay, so God did this this last year and asking the Lord to do things this next year and Mm -hmm. what, what will 2020 look like and also just giving it to him. We don't hold the future and we don't need to worry about 2020, uh, but we can trust him with that. Yeah, one of the things I love to do at the end of a year is even just bullet point out list things that happened over the past year. So I'll pull out a calendar or pull up my Google calendar or like you said, a journal and just jot down things that happened. So a trip I went on or a hard conversation I had, because sometimes just Mm -hmm. refreshing my mind I forgot that this happened in February. That seems so long ago right now. And yeah, in that, the themes start to become more visible. Maybe I hadn't seen them until I mapped some of that stuff out. And it starts to, patterns and stuff start to show through with that. So that's something I enjoy doing. So when it comes, yeah, to looking forward, um, a word that I would want to use in this would be renew. So thinking through what does it look like for me to really renew um, even commitments to the Lord, um, yeah, renew my desire to seek him with all of my heart. So Luke 10, 27 says that we ought to love the Lord with all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our strength, and all of our minds. So sometimes I will even break that down into different categories and think, what does it look like for me this year to love the Lord with all my heart, soul, strength, and mind. Um, Maybe that even means like physical exercise goals. So I don't only mean um, spiritual disciplines, but even what does it look like to take care of my body Mm -hmm. and think through, am I working out? Should I be doing things and thinking through categories of um, renewing um, just healthy habits even? It's we don't do healthy habits and things like that on accident. We have to choose to intentionally walk into seasons of health and um, growth and being spurred on. And so I find it helpful to, whether you call it a resolution or not, um, think through ways that I really desire to grow this year or ways that I um, think God might be challenging me in that I um, need to run towards. Um yeah, what does that look like in your life? Yeah, I uh, love looking forward, and again, I'm a journaler, so mm-hmm. writing down bullet point of uh, a few things that I would like to see growth in, mm-hmm. and I really love how you uh, broke that out into heart, soul, mind, and strength, and uh, we are whole beings. Mm-hmm. God created us as whole beings, and we can't separate that, so my spiritual health is also developed by my bodily health. Mm -hmm. So if I'm not healthy as a person, I'm not going to be as focused in my time in the word because I'm not getting enough sleep or um, might feel sick or whatever that might be. So they're all connected. So Mm -hmm. recognizing that and trying to pick uh, something that I'd like to work on from each one of those categories Mm -hmm. Um, so one of the things that God really convicted me of several years ago was I was using the excuse of being a mom as not reading. Mm. And 
I was getting frustrated that uh, Jake was so well versed in the Bible and also in just reading in general and I wasn't and I I saw that gap and I thought how can I change that in the the season of life that I'm in so a goal that I've had for the last several years is just read a book a month Mm -hmm. and it really is attainable and if you think about most books maybe have 12 chapters in them Mm -hmm. if I try to read a chapter a, a day I can get it done in 12 days. That gives me a lot of days to not actually read. (laughs) Um, So goals like that, um, that's been something that's really helped me. And like you said, things that we want to grow in don't happen on accident. So Mm -hmm. seeing those things, uh, areas that you want to grow in, as you look back and remember and maybe see some things that God's been working in you, okay, what can I do this next year that Mm -hmm. is going to help me grow in those areas? Yep, I think another big category that isn't necessarily covered with the heart, soul, mind, and strength specifically, but is relational. So who are people I need to love more intentionally this year? Who are some um, unbelievers in my life I need to boldly share with? Um, thinking through names and um, people, whether they're family members, neighbors, things like that. That's something I want to have goals for when mm-hmm. it comes to loving people well. How about, so we, we'd love to take a little bit more time today to talk about um, the discipline of being in God's word and being learners of the Bible um, yeah, why would you say that's something we are really wanting to dig into specifically in the next couple of minutes? Yeah, something that we've seen just uh, as a community ministry team and the elders and wives of as they've gone through connection groups and visited them and been a part of them, something that we're seeing is our body um, might be lacking in the the biblical literacy mm-hmm. portion or um, just getting into our word and our knowledge of God's word. Um, and that's something that we want to continue to grow in. Mm-hmm. And so we'd love to just take this opportunity to help just share some helpful resources to mm-hmm. grow in that Bible literacy. So we'll kind of just bullet point, go back and forth some things that we would really recommend when it comes to, um, yeah, both God's word and then just learning even more about that. Um, So the first one, I mean, I guess we start with the actual Bible itself. Mm -hmm. Um, But sometimes if you are looking at your entire Bible thinking, I don't know where to start. I don't know. I don't understand this that much. A resource I think is a really great and helpful and um, accessible one is um, the Bible Project and Read Scripture app. So the Read Scripture app basically is a reading plan. I think Bible reading plans are great. I know sometimes people can feel like too driven by them or guilty if they don't check it off or things like that. But if you like remove some of the guilt and like checklist mentality that can come with them, it's good for me to check things off a list that I actually want to do. Mm -hmm. And so do you generally use a Bible reading plan? Um, on and off, like depending, uh, maybe every other year okay. I might start one. Um, if you've never read through the entire Bible, man, do it. Mm-hmm. It, it like It's great to do slower studies of James and Hebrews and some of those sweet books of the Bible. But if you've never gotten the entire like blueprint of um, just 
God's story of redemption through the Bible cover to cover. Like I would encourage you to decide that you're going to do that in 2020. Mm -hmm. So the Read Scripture app is a great resource for that. Um, It will give you kind of the passages you are to read every day, some from Old Testament, some from New Testament, um, that kind of breaks it down for you and just shows you what you're supposed to read that day. Um, And then along with that, when you start new books of the Bible, there are these videos on the Bible project. So you can either get these in the Read Scripture app or just look them up on YouTube. If you've never watched Bible project videos, they are awesome Mm -hmm. for understanding what books of the Bible mean, some themes of them. It'll... Um, there's there's videos that are about other things than simply just the books of the Bible, but there's one for each book of the Bible, and it helps you know before you dig into it kind of what you're going to expect, who are some main characters, um, what some language you're going to see come up, things like that that um, just helps you get Uh, It's kind of like a a bit of a roadmap for what you're about to read. Um, Another one just along those lines of just reading God's word in a, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like you're raking, you're Mm, the the widespread reading. Breadth. Breadth, thank you. Uh, When you're reading for breadth, it's great to use ESV has a reader's Bible mm, that they that. they take out the chapters and verses and the the titles, the headings. So you're really just reading it as if it were just a full letter, mm-hmm. the book as a whole. And I found when Jake has one and when I've grabbed it and read his ESV reader's Bible, I'm amazed at actually how much I can read yeah. because it's so easy to just stop at a chapter mark. So if if that is something that hinders you from reading more, they're not that expensive. Mm-hmm. You can get them on Amazon and uh, just use that as a tool to read for breadth. Yeah, isn't it so interesting how we can treat the Bible so differently from other books obviously we should because it's the word of God but when you read the Bible sometimes you're like okay one chapter which is maybe half of a page but when you read other books you read chapters at a time and I wouldn't look at a book and go I'm gonna read half a page yeah (laughs) yeah so if we just read at the pace that we read normal books if you're a reader we would get through the Bible much quicker so yeah I love readers Bibles for that because it feels like you're reading a story a little bit more Another resource that we have here at Candeo is just our equipping classes, Mm -hmm. and I've so enjoyed them. And this last semester, I was able to sit in the parenting class and just take the class for myself, and I learned so much. Mm -hmm. It's affecting a lot of my the areas in parenting, and I was able to meet a lot of great people, which was really fun. Um, So I'd say take that step in doing some of our Candeo equipping classes. And if you have missed some that you want to go back and listen to, we have the Candeo equipping podcast available mm-hmm. that you mm-hmm. can go back and do any of the equipping classes that we've offered mm-hmm. here at Candeo. What are, what are some classes that you've enjoyed, Laura? Um, I took um, and kind of helped to lead the global missions class this past semester. Um, which was just a really sweet way. There were college students and community people that we just talked about God's heart for the nations and where we see that in scripture, where we've seen that historically um, in the church and some strategy for that. So it it pulls your mind in a different direction than it might go naturally. 
But what tell us a little bit about the study that's coming up for women this spring specifically. Yeah, so for women, we this last fall, we finished up uh, God of Creation, which was the study from Genesis 1 to 11. And now we're going to continue on and do God of Covenant, which is Genesis 12 through 50, uh, the rest of Genesis. And I'm so excited about this. And if you didn't do the god of creation study it's totally okay to jump Mm -hmm. in now Um, you'll be able to still learn a lot and you can read genesis 1 through 11 in one sitting if you want to just catch up on the story and just meet us in genesis 12 Uh, that's a study that we really recommend people doing with the women in their connection group it's also you can do it on your own you it's a study guide along with reading and then um, a video to watch at the end but women generally will meet together with their connection group um, or other women from the church and that's been just a really great Mm -hmm. way to grow in our bible literacy and also growing in our depth in studying in community because Mm -hmm. when you come along something in the bible that you read and you don't understand it you know, okay, I'm going to be studying this with my friend here and I can ask them, hey, what did it mean by this? Mm -hmm. Or what did you think of this verse? I don't understand that at all. So studying the Bible in community is so beneficial. Yeah. Yeah. Another resource we've talked about on this podcast before, this gets outside the realm of um, just Bible reading, but whether you knew it or not, Kendo has a library that's new this woo woo. past semester. So it's a section when you walk in and you kind of are in the lobby. And I'm sure you've noticed on those shelves all the backwards books that are glued into the <laughs> wall because <laughs> they're just for decoration. We don't know if the books are actually that great. But there's a new section of books that are facing the right way that you can check out. There's a computer there in the back corner that you can use to check it out like it's an actual library. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a lot of um, biographies. There's um, some systematic theology books. There's a, there's a lot down there. So I've just poked my head and looked at some of the titles and um, they're ones that people on our elder board have picked out. So I would confidently say any book that you'd grab from there is a worthwhile resource to be reading. Um, yeah. So check that out if you haven't. There's also kids books. So. Yeah. And it's constantly growing. So mm-hmm. that's something that if maybe you looked and you're like, oh, I don't really see anything right now, which I doubt it because there's some great books yeah. down there. I want to read them all. Mm-hmm. Uh, continue to keep looking because people will bring books back. I just finished uh, Amy Carmichael biography. That was really mm-hmm. awesome. And there's a whole set of those books. There's also some just great resources. If you're going to study a book of the Bible, um, we've got some uh, just general resources down there that are really helpful Mm. for studying the Bible too. Mm -hmm. If you don't want to fork out the the money to buy some of those books. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about um, when it comes to daily time in the word or with other resources and stuff like that. um, Maybe just a couple thoughts we'd have towards that direction. So one I would give to start off, if you are not currently in like a daily habit of reading your Bible, 
um, I would start there rather than starting with an outside devotional. There's mm-hmm. some awesome devotionals, resources, books out there, um, but I would only use those as an add-on yeah. and a secondary um, to starting in God's Word. And so if you only have a couple minutes in the morning or whatever that might look like, rather than something that kind of points to a verse from the Bible, I would just read the Bible and add that on if you're able to later. Yeah, I would totally agree because if it's hard, or I should restate that, I know it's hard Mm -hmm. when you first start reading the Bible. It can seem confusing. You don't understand it. Uh, but the best way to change that is just through practice and just continue to read it and read God's word. That might for some of you look like literally just sitting down and for 10 minutes reading. So it, it, it's good to dig in and study and things like that. But especially when you're new to it, just to say, I'm going to sit down and read for 10 minutes. And that's like, that is a good place to start. Yeah, another helpful thing that I just recently heard of a few gals in my discipleship group that they've been doing is um, they all have full-time jobs and busy schedules, and they're kind of um, looking at, man, sometimes when I wake up in the morning and I look at the time and I see that I've got five, ten minutes before I need to get out the door, uh, They don't do anything because they're more all or nothing type of people. Um, But what they're trying to do now is spread it out throughout the day. So maybe with those five minutes, choose to take those five minutes and spend time in prayer. And then bring your Bible and your journal or whatever you need um, with you to work. And over your lunch break, um, pull that out and get into a quiet place wherever is conducive to study and spend time with the Lord over your lunch break and study God's word. And then maybe at night before you go to bed, you're going to journal or reflect on what you learned. Um, So it doesn't have to be all or nothing. If you don't have a whole hour to devote to it, you can still be in God's word. Mm -hmm. And you can also, I love just the benefit of also, this gives you three touch points throughout the day, if not more, to reflect on the Lord and to spend time with him uh, instead of just one. Mm-hmm. I love that. The, the one tweak or maybe alternating thing I would give would be, I think it's awesome if you're in a like secular workplace to use your lunches evangelistically. Mm-hmm. So so depending on where you work and what lunches look like, you could swap off, but get around some of your coworkers over lunch or read your Bible, whichever yeah. is best for you. And your the workplace. goal would be to, you know, I know we've said this before on the podcast, you tell your time what to do. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the goal is to make time for a good chunk of study and time Mm -hmm. with the Lord and communion with the Lord. So this is a, in your season of life, if you are having a hard time maybe waking up early for one reason or another or what that might look like. But again, it is a healthy habit Mm -hmm. to make time, get up early. Mm -hmm. Um, You choose what you're going to do with your time. And look for ways to redeem time. That if you kind of think through your entire day, what is time that's maybe wasted that I didn't even realize. So that might be a meal. It might be a commute, whatever that looks like. Yeah, there are a ton more resources that we could share. Um, 
we've done a podcast on being a lifelong learner mm-hmm. and we shared a lot of resources in that one. So if you haven't listened to that podcast, I'd send you in that direction. But we would love to hear from you. Yeah. And what are some uh, goals that you have for 2020 and what areas are you going to focus on this year? And Laura and I will share also on Facebook and Instagram what some of our goals are for mm-hmm. 2020. And um, let's create some dialogue. Yeah, I let's hear it. from you. I'd love to hear from you. And uh, we are excited for 2020 and what it's going to bring. And we hope that um, you've had a good, restful mm-hmm. uh, holiday season and Happy New Year. 